Hey everybody, this is Hunter Williams. Today is going to, be, going to be episode 23 of the Weapons of High Performance podcast. So today, what I'm going to be talking about is the danger of labeling yourself. So the danger of labeling yourself. Basically, I'm going to explain all the labels that we put about ourselves and say about ourselves and everything, how dangerous that can be to your overall growth as a human being and what to do about it and how to try to avoid that and then also just focus on being the best version of yourself. So before I jump on into that, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. I'm going to start saying, seeing how fast I can say this. Like, comment, subscribe, sign up for the email newsletter. If you leave a comment that is cool, I will give out all a hundred, not all, but I will give out a hundred dollar gift card to the comment that I think is the coolest to all the subscribers of my email newsletter. So you gotta be a subscriber to the email newsletter and you got to leave a cool comment. So now that that's out of the way, let's jump on into it. So why you shouldn't label yourself. And what I'm talking about when I'm talking about labels is the notion that you have a preset thing that you tell everybody that you are. So the first thing that my mind jumps to is the introvert versus extrovert. So everybody, Introverts are probably more known for doing this. They're going to say, oh, I'm an introvert. I'm shy. Or someone that's an extrovert might say, oh, I'm outgoing. I'm this. I'm good at talking to people. And then the list can go on. I'm athletic. I'm this. I'm not athletic. I'm good at math. I'm good at English. I'm not good at math. I'm not good at English. I'm not good at school. I'm good at test taking. I'm not good at test taking. Basically, fill in the blank. You name it. What we do as humans is we all label ourselves. I just can't get into shape. I'm overweight and I can't get into shape. Oh, I'm naturally not able to get into shape. And whether any of those labels are true or not true, one of the most important things is to realize how dangerous that is. To understand that when you verbalize something like that about yourself, it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. And I am absolutely no stranger to this myself in my past. And I, now that I'm conscious of it, I try to going forward in my future, make sure that I don't do this because I understand how harmful it can be. But it is extremely, extremely important that you do not place labels and what labels are are limitations. So whenever you're saying something like that about yourself, oh, I'm good at this, oh, I'm not good at this, all you're doing is limiting your human potential to be whatever it is that you want to be good at. And again, this is coming from me who realizes this is very under, under, important to understand what your nature is because you want to have a match in your life with whatever your nature is. So it's un important to understand what your nature is. <clears throat> However, on the flip side, you don't want to take that too far. You don't want to take it too far and go and put yourself into a box that that's the only thing that's in your reality and then you never grow and reach your full human potential. So think about that. Think about every time that you've said something about yourself that limits what you're actually capable of. And then think about when saying that, how that actually may go against what you're actually passionate about doing or wanna do or have hopes, dreams, and aspirations to do. So, and I think, unfortunately, society has conditioned us to think in this way. And so, 
when you had the industrial revolution in the 1800s everything became special specialization of labor so what the what our society back then and the economy had to do was specialize everything so that people fit into job roles because there were all these new jobs that were coming up and people had to be trained in certain things that allowed them to be good at one certain thing so that they could function in an organization that worked well together. However, when that happened, so we had the Industrial Revolution and the modern education and everything that came up, what it did was it tried to put human beings into individual boxes so that they function better in a corporate setting or an environment that had a large structure that needed people that were good at really good at one small task. And so we've had all the social conditioning, particularly in the last hundred years, and I'm sure it's been before that and will continue to go on. But the social conditioning that we are brought up in, particularly in the first world, like we are here in the United States, is to have someone tell you, oh, this is what you're good at. And then your brain starts to say, oh, this is what I'm good at. I guess I like this and I guess I want to do it. And so everything that we go through, you take all these tests. You have Myers-Briggs and everything else that tells you what your strengths are. And don't get me wrong, those are good to know because it gives you a good reflection of how you're probably going to react naturally in some certain situations based on whatever your past behavior is. The thing is, past behavior doesn't necessarily indicate future results. It's like the stock market. Past performance does not necessarily indicate future results. And the good thing about that is it's all up to you as a person. So all the tests in the world that tell you you're good at math or good at this or good at that or good or whatever don't matter. Because all that matters is every single day that you show up. So if I stop showing up, it doesn't matter what I did in my past. It doesn't matter if I was a billionaire or person with no money. Doesn't matter if I was the most successful person, had the most friends ever, or I didn't have any friends whatsoever. All that matters is that I show up that day and that I'm growing for the future, that I'm getting better for the future. So again, be very, very careful of, especially if you're going, if you've gone through the education system, which is going to tell you you're good at some things, you're not good at others. You're good at this, you're not good at this. Be very careful of labeling yourself because it becomes, again, a self-fulfilling prophecy. So what you actually say about yourself, particularly when you say it out loud, is going to be what you actually become. And it's really important to, as much as you can, get away from that. Only talk about the things that you want to do. Whether you can or can't do them, talk about that and focus on that. Not what you are good or not good at. Because the great thing about being a human, and Carol Dweck wrote about this in her book called Growth Mindset, is that the people that are the most successful are ones that understand that they always can improve. So no matter how successful they are or how unsuccessful they are, they understand that their potential is unlimited. And they understand that there's always something to be better at. Always something they can be better at. So I don't care if you were the most outgoing person in the world. That person can always get better at communication skills. I don't care if you're the smartest math genius in the world. That person can always get better at math. And the moment that you stop understanding that and think that you've quote unquote made it or anything like that is the moment that you stop becoming human. Because human, being human, in order to have the most Fulfillment and a fulfilled life is about progressing towards goals. So again, be very careful of the labels that you put on yourself 
and particularly how those labels limit you. And one thing that I was just coming across and I came across this yesterday is not only how you label yourself and your thoughts, and sometimes it's hard to control our thoughts, but how you say things. Who is in 100% control of what comes out of your mouth? You are. I'm in control 100% of what comes out of Hunter's mouth. So what I can do is make sure that whether I have thoughts that go against what I want to achieve, I can at least control those internally and squash those internally. And that's the next level of consciousness and being able to control your thoughts. But what you can control at the most fundamental level, which is the easiest thing to do, is what you say verbally. What you say verbally has 10 times more the power to affect your emotions. And then what you say verbally and it's negative is four to seven times more powerful. So if you say something negative out loud, the impact this is going to have on your emotions is 40 to 70 times more because it's 10 times verbally and then four to seven times more negative. So 40 to 70 times more of an impact on your emotions if you say negative things out loud. So think about that. Think about how you're labeling yourself, not only in your brain, but how you're saying it to other people and saying negative things about yourself to other people affect what you're actually capable of. So one of the important distinctions I wanted to make with this is to understand that it's very it's a good thing to understand your nature and understand what you enjoy doing. I think a big problem is a lot of people don't, and I'm not saying I'm 100% confident in this in myself, but a big problem is people don't understand what they actually enjoy doing because there's been so much social conditioning for their whole life. However, it's good to understand your nature and understand what you want to do versus pigeonholing yourself and labeling yourself only as one thing. And let me give you the distinction. When you understand your nature, you're going to follow a path that you want to go down and then you're going to stand, you're, you're going to understand you have unlimited potential to achieve that. So when I'm doing something that's with my nature, I'm enjoying it more. I'm embracing it more and thereby probably having more success at it because I'm doing something that's with my nature. And I understand that the potential that I have to do that is unlimited. However, there's a difference between understanding that and then also saying, well, I'm this type of person. So let's just use an example. I'm an introvert, so I'll never be good at talking to people versus I'm an introvert. I can get better at talking to people and I'm actually going to be better at communicating with other people because I can break down the science behind it and understand the mechanisms that go into having an amazing conversations and having amazing relationships with people. So you see the difference? You see the difference is one is understanding your nature is saying, oh, okay, well, this is my nature, but I can grow and become better at what I want to do versus this is my nature and this is all I can do. And I'm going to put myself in this box and I'm never going to get better at anything. And I'm never going to go outside my comfort zone. And I'm never going to do anything that is beyond what I think possible because I'm in this little box and I'm going to pigeonhole myself to only do that. So when you look at that, what is the difference between the person that has, that understands their nature, but has the unlimited growth potential versus the person that doesn't 
have the unlimited growth potential mindset, but just wants to be in their little box. Well, the difference is how they label themselves. So even though they both kind of understand that there's an inherent label on what they're defining their nature as, one is putting that label and limiting themselves, while the other is using it to their advantage to grow. So think about that. Think about how important it is to not only not label yourself, but also not pigeonhole yourself into whatever you may define your nature as. So next thing I want to talk about is, and I mentioned it a little bit before, is the growth mindset. So people that are more conscientious, and conscientious just means being self-aware, so understanding who you are, how you fit into the world, actually are better at having a growth mindset. And so the more that you understand yourself, the easier it's going to be to go out into the world and understand that you can grow. Because when you understand that we as humans, nobody has everything figured out. So again, you look at people in the media or whatever, and you think they've got it figured out. Nobody has it figured out. Everybody's grasping at things their whole life to try to make sense of the world. And nobody has it figured out. And nobody tells you that when you're growing up. But when you get older, it's true. Nobody has it figured out. And that's okay. And that's a good thing. Because that means that we're always growing and learning more. So through every phase of life that we go through, we're growing and we're learning and we're experiencing and we're getting better. Well, hopefully you're getting better. That's what you want to be doing. You want to be taking in everything and all the experiences you have. And then formulating that into something that you understand and then can take lessons from. And then get better. And that's part of having the growth mindset. So the more self-aware you are, the easier it is to have a growth mindset. So I want you to understand that it's not necessarily, there's a distinction between labeling yourself and being self-aware. If you can be more self-aware and understand that there's progress to be made and everything, your life is going to become so much better because you're going to understand the full potential of the human experience. So hopefully I beat home that point enough. And uh, what I want to talk about next is why is this important for high performance people? Well, obviously, I think it goes without saying that by the time I get to this point in a lot of the podcasts, it does kind of go without saying. But if you want to be a high performance person and reach your full potential, you got to release your brakes, you got to get out of your own way. And again, one of the biggest things in doing that is stop labeling yourself. So stop telling yourself, I'm only capable of this amount. I'm only capable of doing this. Because what that becomes is it does to your brain, it trains your brain to only look for things in your environment that are going to allow you to succeed at that level. So the moment you get rid of those labels, all of a sudden your brain is going to start to pick up things in your environment that is going to propel you further than even you thought possible. So it's going to start to pick up information and all the data in the environment. If you refuse to put a label or limitation on what you can do, your brain's going to understand that much more is possible. So part of being a high performance person is deconstructing that. Deconstructing in your life. Think about everything that you say when you limit yourself by how you frame what you're capable of doing. And I'm not saying you have to be go out and be a super cocky person, but don't limit what's actually possible just from being stupid and saying stupid stuff about what you can't do. And ultimately, the most important thing is going to be to remove that from your life. And this is something that 
I have just in my own experience have tried to become more conscious of and awake of recently in my life. And, you know, it's funny. My mom would always say that to me because I've always had a tendency to, to talk down on myself my whole life just because I'm probably a little bit harder on myself like a lot of people are. And one of the things that I've really be, tried to become conscious of is not doing that. So not talking down to yourself and saying you're only capable of so much. And what I have noticed in my life is that the amount of positive emotion that's going to increase in your brain because you're not having this, I guess it'd be cognitive dissonance where you're warring, where you're, you have goals that you're trying to set, but then you're saying, oh, I'm not good enough for those goals. Oh, I've got to achieve these goals. Oh, I'm not good enough for them. And so I think for a lot of my life, that's what I was experiencing is I was trying to set goals and then I was being pessimistic about what I could actually accomplish. Well, when I remove that pessimistic nature and just focus on the goal for the sole purpose of wanting to achieve that goal, not for other people's glorification or anything else like that, the path becomes so much clearer. And that's what I've noticed in my life. And again, this is all a journey. And so I'm as much telling this to myself as I would be anybody else, but focus on the goal and don't limit yourself. So hopefully that was helpful. Hopefully it makes sense and you start to pick that up. And if you do anything just for the next seven days, don't say anything about yourself that puts yourself into a box. So don't label yourself with anything. Don't put limitations on what you can actually achieve. And even if the thought comes up, don't say it out loud and see what happens from there and try to make it a habit. Again, I'm not perfect to this by any means myself, but this is one thing that I'm going to be focusing on is not labeling myself and not putting those labeling limitations on myself. But again, hopefully this was helpful. If you have any feedback at all, definitely let me know. Let me know if I can kind of help it or do anything though. I would always more than happy to engage and kind of see if it, this helps or how it can be better. So anyway, thanks. And I'll talk to you soon. See you.